Okay, you can go for it now if you want. Okay. Uh. Okay. Maybe we should maybe we should do it again because my Google Home went off in the background. Um. Okay, I'll just cut that out. Okay. Uh. Okay. Let Let's go again. Is that is that supposed to be an ape noise or? Yes. Okay. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to um, Ape Noises. We're on episode 12 here. And today I've got a very special guest with me. She was um, a leader on my Philippines team uh, for a mission trip that I went on last summer, actually. Um, and yeah, I've been meaning to have her on the show for a while now. She's one of the most consistent listeners I've got. Really strong in her faith, woman of God, uh, mature. She graduated from USC as well, so fight on. Um, yeah, currently a working woman. Um, just has a lot of wisdom, uh, a lot to offer. I always have very insightful conversations when I talk to her. So, um, yeah, J.L. White, welcome to the show. Or if you want to give out your real name, that's cool too. But um, yeah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jared. I am so honored to be on Ape Noises. Let me actually turn you up really quickly because I think the volume might be a little low. <coughs> um, okay. Okay. Um, I think that's good, but like... Sorry, this is a bit scuffed, but uh, okay. I think we're good. Okay, so for the topic for today's podcast, is the thing is, Jay and I could probably talk about anything for um, however long we'd need to talk about it. But uh, Jaya was responding to um, something that I posted the other day on my private Instagram, which was uh, a sign that I hung up in my room saying, it's Simp September, um, which is a play on the ongoing joke slash like title that people have given September, um, that title being No Sip September. It's No Sip September. Um, and yeah, she had a, uh, she seemed like she was pretty riled up about it, pretty worked up, saying she didn't approve of it. So today we're gonna kind of break down No Sip Simp September, kind of what a simp is. And I'm gonna ask for, I guess, a little bit of advice from Jaya. We'll, we'll see how this goes and where this episode takes us. But um, regardless, Jaya, to explain what No Simp September is. So I don't know if this is something that came to be um, outside of TikTok, but I've been seeing it a lot on the TikTok app. And the premise behind No Simp September is that simp, the, the term simp has been around for a while. Um, but uh, because cuffing season is approaching us, um, the whole idea behind No Simp September is that we are, it's mainly boys that I've seen like that say this, because boys are usually the ones that throw around the term simp. Um, it's to protect us and basically guard our hearts um, for the impending heartbreak that is to come um, uh, during cuffing season. At least that's my impression of No Simp September. Um, but it's like, it's kind of a joke. It's kind of not, 
And the fact of the matter is that, like, I've said this in previous episodes, but I feel like we're kind of always simping, you know? Um, at least, okay, I don't want to expose myself and say I'm always simping, but, like, it happens, you know. The no judgment zone here, Jared. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, well, let's... We might not even be on the same page here in terms of, like, what a simp really is. Jay, what do you know about the word simp and what do you think about, you know, the term? I'm going to be real honest here. I think that my most, my greatest exposure to the word simp has actually been from one of your prior guests, Grace June Kim. And I feel like a lot of what I've learned about what simping is, it's not that she's a big simp, but I've just seen her use that terminology a lot. And I think that's like a lot of my exposure to it from when she would be something not necessarily about relationships, but it could be about like, oh, senior year, you know, being in that mood and being sad about it. So kind of from what I took away of what simping is and not just from Grace, obviously, but just from like our little SoCal Asian American Christian bubble circle, I think simp has been thrown around to mean yeah, feeling a little bit low about the current states of your life, regardless of where it may be, but definitely highly used in your context that you explain in regards to like being single. But I would also like for you to clarify like what cuffing season is and like what your take on simp is. Yeah, so a great question. I don't really, okay. So these are all informal definitions, basically things that like I've heard over the years, like being a part of USC, being a part of KCM. My impression of cuffing season, there's no way you haven't heard of cuffing season, Jaya. I feel like I you know. It, but I don't know, like I, like what season is that? Like, what does that mean? Why is it approaching? Who decides? I mean, it's basically like every time around like winter time or whatever, as we approach winter, like people start to date and get like, into relationships. Is that so? Yeah. yeah that's kind of like... I feel like that's not... Or, I mean, maybe that's the case, but I actually heard before that the time where people break up the most is actually, like, the week before Christmas-ish. Because, like, they don't want to carry that energy into the holidays, and they especially don't want to carry that into, like, the new year. So... That's kind of where they're getting real with themselves. And I heard a lot of relationships break right then. That's very interesting. I've actually never heard that before, but I don't like, I don't doubt that that's a thing people do. Mm -hmm. I mean, perhaps it just goes to show how little like the people saying like Muslim September and cuffing season actually know about like relationships and dating. Because I feel like, you know, you're older, you probably know a little bit more about that world, that realm. I have zero experience. So, um, I take, I, I, you know, I'll, I guess I'll agree with that. I'm just explaining what my perspective is, kind of. Oh, like yeah. I'm it. so sorry. I like totally jumped in on there. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. No, 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 no. No, that's, uh, that's good. I mean, like, yeah, I, I pretty much finished. That's kind of like what cuffing season means, like where it comes from. Okay. Okay. And so that period right before September, which is like fall. Everyone's kind of bracing themselves for cuffing season, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you, you men or whoever else is participating in this on TikTok or whatnot, 
are deciding to make a stand and say <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so for me at least, like no simping. So where it comes from is like uh-huh. this idea that as like a person, um, I'm always striving for independence, and that means like not. It doesn't just mean like not being in a relationship and being able to function outside of one, but it also means like not thinking about girls. Like I shouldn't have to think about that. That is not something that's like should be at like at all the forefront of my mind. And so when I do happen to find myself in a position where like, oh, I'm interested in someone or I'm thinking about someone or I'm noticing someone, I see it almost as like a sign of weakness. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, I don't know why you're making the goggles. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of like the sentiment behind No Simp September, at least when I say it, it's like a thing. Oh, you're actually really low right now. I feel like, like, can you try, try speaking a water? Okay. Something just happened to the audio. I think it's on my end. Let me um let me check the volume mixer. Okay, try speaking again. Um man, that is really weird. I've never had this problem before. Sound settings. And for all you guys listening at home to the podcast right now, uh pre recorded or whatnot, just grab a snack. You know. We'll uh, we'll be uh, we'll be back in no time. So uh, okay. Um, can you do you know where the mic is on your laptop? It, it's like very slight. Um, like the 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 sound is very um. It's like very, like, low. But I noticed it's when I screamed into the mic, when I said weakness. That's when I noticed it it happened. Um, huh. Yeah, you could try plugging a headset and then using the, uh, mic on the headset. That would actually probably work really well. Apologies for the delay. All. Oh, could you try speaking into the mic? Hello? That's definitely better. Okay. Um, it's still a little light, but... Could you try, like, just breathing into it directly? Okay, I think that's... I think that's good. I think that's better. But, like, just, yeah, bring it up to your mouth and just, like, speak into it. If That would probably help. Like this? Yeah, that's perfect. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, so where were we? Oh yeah, so I'm kind of taking this no sip some no simp September challenge to be something like an empowering thing for each individual to make an active effort to take a step away from from thinking about girls or wanting to be in a relationship. Is am I getting that right? That is totally I think on the nose. Yeah. 
Oh, awesome. Okay, then I'm all about it. And I'd like you to elaborate a little bit on why you decided to take the opposite approach and declare that it is September indeed. Okay, because... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, because here's the thing. I think think there's like so much of the time, we're so afraid of these labels. We're so afraid to be labeled as a simp. We're so afraid to be called simp but in a sense like accepting that label perhaps and like instead of just trying to deny it always i think does for some people and for me like i think it does help to acknowledge and um address the issue because the thing is let's say you are simp right and you are like constantly in this state of mind where you're like Maybe not constantly, but say like in the season you happen to be thinking about someone and you really are like, oh, but like, what's the point? Like, I'm, I can't date right now. Like COVID quarantine or whatever. Like, I don't have the time. Uh, might not be ready spiritually. Right? There could be all of these reasons why like you wouldn't want to date like as a Christian or even not as a Christian. Right. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, once you like accept, like, say y- you are like a simp though. And like this is a, something you're struggling with. If you just keep saying, I'm not a simp, I'm not a simp, like, no simp September, like, I'm not a simp, all this stuff, like, you're just in denial. And then at that point, it's like, even worse. Right. So it's all about being honest and not being delusional, delusional, delusional um, with your state of being at the moment. Am I yes. getting that right? Yes, exactly. And right. so you're talking about how when you actually acknowledge these things about yourself and kind of embrace it, you're able to process through it. Um, you can like confront the actual issue instead of trying to suppress it. Okay, that's awesome. So like, what have you been doing to kind of process through then now that you've acknowledged your state of being? Well, uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, what have I been doing? Well, uh... or like, or like, can you talk a little bit about your you know, the context of your your simp stage right now? Um, I don't want to give too much away, but like, definitely, like, I've been thinking about a person little, like, but more than, like, I would want to, in a sense that, like, I shouldn't be thinking about anyone. I should just be thinking about what I'm doing, my relationship with God, God, you know, like as a Christian, you know, this is what I want to be focusing on right now. I don't want to be focusing on like another person. Are you um, on a dating fest? No, I'm not. But like still, like I just, it, it would like, I just don't want to be doing that right now. Like I know full and well, like even if the stars aligned, like, and I was interested in someone and there was interest back, like, in this current season, I can't really afford to do that. Um, just because I have some, I mean, I'm taking 20 units. I'm serving. Mm. I um, I don't even think I'm really ready. Then again, when are we ready? But still, even then, I, I don't think I'm ready. Um, but uh, the idea of a relationship can many times be very, like... Uh, Enticing? Yeah, enticing, attractive. Yeah. Um, 
So it's just like this dilemma. But the thing is, the thing that's sad is that I feel like I'm in this state like a lot. Like there are certain seasons where like I'm not like I'm totally chilling. But like inevitably, like every year at a certain point, it will just happen. Like someone will just catch my eye and then I have to like work through this. And it's so dumb, you know. It's not dumb, Jared. It's being a human. Yeah, I'm... It's not dumb, but, like, it feels like weakness, you know? Yeah, I could see why, but... It's human, but, um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, are you saying you don't ever, like, feel the same way? Hmm. This is really hard, because for the longest time, I, I genuinely thought I was asexual. Bruh. Just because... <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, it, I'm trying to, I'm not trying to, um, like, I don't think that being interested in dating and being in relationships or whatnot is any lower or better or anything. I don't think like my, the way that I process things is on a pedestal either. It's just like what I've kind of observed with time and my own experiences. So I'm just speaking from my own experience, right? But I think just, throughout middle school, high school, undergrad even, like all of my close friends never, ever, ever really saw me um, in like a dating relationship just because, I don't know, it was just not on the forefront of my mind. I definitely had different things that I spent too much time focusing on like before God too, you know? Like Mm -hmm. there were other things that I would devote my time or like my emotional states or um my energies too so it's like the same concept but just a different object that received my um attention in the wrong way Mm. if that makes sense so that could be like studies or that could just be like my own like trying to i don't know i don't know what that could look like but Mm um yeah i don't know if dating was ever like a huge issue for me that I had to, or like the desire to date, basically. I don't know if that was like a huge issue for me that I had to like work through it a lot on mm-hmm. a consistent basis. But yeah. yeah, but in terms of like the sentiment of what that looks like, um, trying to not let something take over my energies and my time that should be prioritizing my faith and um where like god wants to leave me i definitely like echo with that sentiment does that make sense yeah and actually like i can totally relate to that because in high school is very much in the same boat um you know this i like played a lot of league in high school um had like big dreams with that game um just devoted all of my time to it devoted all of my time towards getting better at it like improving at it um and that was where, like, all of my energy went. I never once thought I was asexual, okay? I never went that far. But I certainly can agree that, like, I wasn't focused on dating at all during that time. Uh-huh. Um, I think, honestly, dating is something that has become more and more of an interest of mine as I've gotten more and more pushed into, like, this Korean-American church bubble because I think it's very idolized by other people. And so, like, for me, like, it's become increasingly like sought after yeah Um, i think that's a really honest and raw reflection 
that you probably did on your own. It's like to admit that, you know, external factors do affect us and like the way that we process things. Yeah. Your, our environment. I want you to tell me if this is weird. Okay. So like I'm capable of liking someone, crushing on someone when I barely know anything about them. Like I only know a few like really good like redeeming qualities um like i might not even know them personally very well like i'm capable of like crushing on someone like that from a distance and like beyond that i'm capable of crushing on them for long periods of time like probably a year i could probably crush on somebody and not even really know them that well just because like do they do a few things really well and i'm like wow that's so impressive it's more like a celebrity crush but like not really because these are with these can be people just in my life no i don't think that's weird at all i think that's just very normal like it's because i think it's because you don't know so much about them and you've only seen really good qualities about them that you have this certain idea of who they could be and like the potential that they could be and that's like attractive to you like mm. if all you've seen are those few attractive qualities and they haven't done anything even for that span of a year to necessarily take away of the uh, like image that you have of them. Like, why would you not be interested and why would you not crush on them? Right. Like you're not talking about some head over heels, like fell like in love at first sight. Like if you went that far, then it'd be a little intense. And I'd ask like, do you really know the person? But if it's just like you're crushing on someone, you know, I don't blame anyone for having that kind of attraction or interest when they've seen like good things yeah yeah what makes you think that it could be a potentially strange thing well because the thing is like i think i'm capable of like overthinking it to the point where like i like take it to the next level and then i'm like oh yeah it i can turn it from like a crush into like a like oh i actually really like this person which doesn't make any sense because i don't know them well enough to like warrant that kind of like feeling or attraction towards them and then like i have to like check myself and be like why are you so delusional dude um and so th this is something i've gone really good at though like is like checking it and then like stopping it but it always feels like a full-on effort to like just sort of like halt you know and like remove those thoughts from like my head and my brain and that is what is mentally kind of annoying and like i think that is the essence of like a simp it's like somebody who just like <laughs> keeps thinking about like someone or like oh relationships in general. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so to okay. go back to like the original topic of like this episode, right. like no <laughs> September, like I want to be able to like not be like a slave to this, uh, this situation, this circumstance. Yeah. It's tough. And like, I don't expect you to have an answer. I don't expect anyone to have an answer. Like, it could just be that I'm young and hormonal. Like, who knows? I, I don't know. Like, honestly, I don't know. I don't think it's normal, though. I don't think a lot of people are like that. Jared, if this was not a normal thing, then there would not be a challenge that's going viral on social media. Like, obviously, a lot of people can resonate with the sentiment that you're going through. And that's why there's a whole month dedicated to no simping. So yeah, you definitely don't need to like make yourself an outcast and think that you're 
some strange creature that's dealing with a lot of hormones. Like, I think, I mean, I think you can just look at your own group of friends. You probably can see some simps in there too, you know? And I think that like, yeah, I don't have an answer. I think that's something personal with each person, but I think definitely just being like thinking about the things you can be grateful for that come with being single. It could be a helpful thing too. Like there's so many benefits to being single and there's so much, good things you can learn during that time alone. And, you know, I know that you haven't dated before, so it might be kind of hard to like take a step back and like compare and contrast, but there's really so much that can come out of um, like not being in a relationship at that time. And just like noticing those good things maybe can kind of direct your attention away from simping. But I, yeah, I wouldn't like, be so hard on myself I feel like you're really making yourself out to be some <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Some there may be a little bit too much self-hate going on here yeah yeah I'm vibing that sure I mean yeah. I'm just being like I'm just being a little bit more colorful for the camera like you know right, I don't right, actually right. like hate myself I don't like you know I, I don't think like oh my gosh like I have a mental like issue like this is an issue or something like but uh-huh. I mean like it, I'm not going that far it's just like I understand it is very like I am being a little dramatic about it. Um but uh there's But it's still very raw. Yeah, yeah. Real. Yeah. Like okay, I want to Okay, I want to ask you something too that's making me that I'm like thinking of. So like I think for me the biggest like um when I start like stumbling for someone or thinking about someone and maybe I don't want to like say this is like because the thing is, like, uh, I don't know, like, how deep this goes or how far it goes. But I do know that, like, for me, at least, if a girl just, like, say I'm not really thinking about them or considering them at all. Like, if, a, but I don't, like, think badly of her, right? And, like, I understand, like, that, like, this person has, like, a lot of, a lot of things going for them. But I just am not, like, interested Right. It is so easy for someone. And by the way, there are many people who like I see that way because I think there are a lot of great people, you know, up there. But it's so easy for someone to be in that position in my mind to jump immediately to like a higher like interest level if they just show that like they like or if they, even if they were to fake it. Like I probably wouldn't even be able to tell because I'm not dumb. But like if they just like feigned like care or if like they just acted like they cared more, like maybe asking me like. You know, if it's, like, something that, like, I could be, I don't want to share too much. But, like, yeah, it's, like, <laughs> someone that's, like, if somebody just, like, get, I guess gives me a little bit more attention than, like, normal. Yeah. That will definitely. You get a little shimkum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, definitely. And, like, I can't, like, help that. Um, yeah, you can't. It's just how you feel. Yeah, but it's, like. I need to have better walls, I feel like, and better, like, like, guarding my heart better. I shouldn't be, like, so desperate for, like, validation and, like, acknowledgement that, like, the, when a girl gives that to me, like, and they're, like, normal, like, that that stumbles me. You know what I'm saying? That's, like, very, mm-hmm. um, that's, like, not ideal. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I'm just, like, talking for the sake of... But what do you think about that? What do you think about, like... Do you think that's, like, an issue with, um... Perhaps, like... I'm not blaming my parents, but do you think maybe it's because... Because my parents showed me a lot of, like... My mom, like, 
I think physical affection she was very good with when I was like younger as a kid. I do think the verbal thing though, like my parents weren't really as good at that. And even though like I am like myself pretty verbal and I think I like to give and receive words of affirmation. So I think maybe like I hypothesize that like perhaps because my parents weren't as good at that, that like that's something that I want and so that like sticks out to me. Um, anyways, that was a whole lot I just threw at you, but like what are you thinking right now? I mean, uh, I don't know if necessarily has to do with your parents, but I can definitely think of like different situations for different people that, yeah, maybe can trace back to like just things that they've experienced in their childhood. But I think I'm, I'm being really general here, so please excuse me. But hmm. I think in a very generalized sense, it is true that men don't receive as much just affection in their lives in like their everyday lives just growing up in this like society and it's not expected for them to give as much and it's not expected for them to like receive as much and i feel like the like, girls are in a very general sense like they're more expressive and um and so i i think that when someone does receive that like what seems to be a little more extra attention and care like yeah you can't really blame them for or getting stumbled by that. It's just not something that they used to on a normal everyday mm. basis, I think. And yeah, I definitely have heard that from both male and female oh, okay. people who do get stumbled by like just really kind acts that people do not because they're romantically interested. It's like purely platonic, but it's just, they're not as used to receiving that mm -hmm. on an everyday basis. And it's not so normal on an everyday basis so um yeah i'm not surprised okay. i guess to hear that from you huh. yeah but i do think on a very general sense um like i do hear more guys speak about how like a small kind gesture can cause them to you know all of a sudden like a like, ripple effect yeah be a little more interested in someone they really didn't even like consider before okay mm -hmm. okay that makes me really happy no i'm not like alone in that because like i feel like that yeah. happens to me or it doesn't happen to me often but like yeah like yeah i mean i don't uh, think you can like you can't control how you feel you know it's like once but once the feelings hit you can control like how you want to like respond to it or what you want to take away from it and yeah i think that it's good that you're considering all these things and like you're trying to draw from your experiences. I think the setup is very important too. Cause like, let's say it's somebody that like didn't like have like traits that I like admired or didn't like, I wasn't already like, didn't already have like a high opinion necessarily. Not like a bad opinion, but like, just like it's not, I didn't have like a high opinion of them and they were to do that and like really start being a little bit more, like caring or sticking out for me like i would kind of weird it out by that <laughs> so like i think the setup does kind of matter i think a certain level of respect has to be there already right like established like no that's you don't so, think so funny no i i think that's so true i was just thinking of like the dramatic like korean drama type of scenes where it's like uh -huh. oh you're the one special person that receives the care when normally they're really mean like yeah mean cynical guy but you're the one person that they'll be kind to, you know? Mm. I feel like some, like, twisted, in some twisted way, people can feel, like, a little special. But, uh, yeah. 
in your context, I guess that's not the case. One thing I've really been challenged by recently, by the way, I guess this episode is really about me and less about Jaya, but we'll just roll with it. Um, Jaya, I'll have you on for like a different episode another time. Oh That'll no, be I'm loving you. this. But um, okay, one thing that's cha I've been challenged by a lot um recently is uh, so I think I have this like unfair expectation that like I kind of want my first girlfriend to be someone that's also never dated before. Because I myself have saved so many firsts, like for my first time, like, like, a lot uh -huh. of firsts, I, I like basic firsts, like embarrassingly, like, it's not embarrassing. Okay, but basically, like, a lot of firsts, like, I haven't had with like another, like, right, right, person, like, so, um, do you think that's like unrealistic? Because, Oh, heck I've yeah. basi basically like everyone in my house has told me that's unrealistic and really horrible expectation and then a lot i met up with like social distance obviously but like met with some friends um and like we were hanging out and like i was telling them about this we were playing like hot seat um <laughs> and like you know it's like when you put somebody on the hot seat and you ask them any question you want for like two minutes in a row and uh actually it might not even been it might not even have been during the hot seat but like we were just talking and talking about my types and like how this is like an expectation that i have and i got roasted again um oh yeah i mean i don't know if like i don't know if anything warrants like roasting but okay I not roasting say... but like i was kind of like made fun of because like it's it's like uh, totally unrealistic to them yeah i i would have to agree like i understand where you're coming from though but i think you're You're really like limiting your pool here, I think. <laughs> Am and I? Am just... I? I, uh, I mean, if you're only gonna allow yourself to like pursue a girl who's never dated before, yeah, well, a little it's, bit. It's mainly because I feel like when you have two people that never dated before and they do date, it's like very special at first time. No, I, I don't think you're wrong in that. And so, like, I understand where you're coming from and why you that that would be an ideal for you but I just think um like I think you just have to trust the other person that they've moved on from whatever they like they've had in their past and whatever relationships they've had in their past and like trust that in this relationship with you it's gonna still be special for them just as it's special for you and yeah, I, I think it's like a little unrealistic to hope that your first girlfriend will be someone who's completely, um, who has like never dated or never like held hands, etc. for the first time. Okay, I didn't say held hands. You said that. <laughs> I never said that. I, I literally never said that. I don't know why you're exposing me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay well now you guys know now your viewers you guys listeners you guys know okay yeah i've never held hands with a girl non-platonically like in a romantic sense i've never done it is that is that so bad no it's not it's not bad jerry i've never done that either until i turned 24 okay well yeah. let's do it for 24 then for me mm -hmm. <sighs> but yeah i do think that 
I mean, like, I don't know, like, put yourself in someone else's shoes, like, pretend that you have dated before, and then you hear this girl saying, like, oh, that you think is super cool, that you think is dope, and then you hear, like, oh, my ideal guy is someone who's, like, never, ever dated before, because I've never dated before, you know? Like, you just have to How do you think the other person would feel if they heard that, and they were, like, before interested in that person? Like, honestly, for me, it's, like, kind of endearing, but it's just because, like, I think I just, like, know where you're coming from and, like, we pack, like, I've known you, you know? So I know, like, your context and where you're coming from and, like, it's, like, very pure, but um, I just think it's unrealistic and um, Mm. you just have to trust that it will still be special for that other person. If Even we're getting if it's not their first time. If we're getting really deep, I think it's because like my my parents divorced when I was young, and, or when I was young. Yeah. And like I feel like that uh, that commitment thing is like very important. And thing is, my parents. It's weird because like my dad, my biological father, was also very similar to me. It's really weird. And th- the crazy thing is, I didn't grow up with him, right? But my mom tells me that like, even though he wasn't like a very religious man, like he. I think for a time in his life was, but I think with my mom, like, he wasn't necessarily, like, super religious, but he refused to, like, have sex before marriage. He was, like, super big on that. And, like, also my mom, like, was his first girlfriend. Um, and so, like, it's just kind of, I guess this is kind of off topic and tangent, but it is kind of weird how, like, similar our views are regarding this. Despite the fact that he, like, never shared any of this with me. But my yeah. mom tells me it's, like, very similar. That must be... That must be something for you to hear these stories and, like, you see how... how you can relate to the things that he's experienced, huh? The thing is, though, like... I guess I'm kind of answering my own question and telling my own story here, but, like, he ended up divorcing my mom, right, and then dating other women. So, like... Uh-huh. And I think to an extent, he kind of was like, oh, maybe I should have, like, dated more. Instead of, like, being so adamantly, like, connected to this idea of dating the first woman I marry and then, like, yeah, just having, like, that first Uh, one. I see, I see. So it wasn't so much, like, the first person I date should also have never dated, but it was more, like, the first person you meet that that's like who you want to be with yeah i mean to an extent though i think like he also did like i mean i can only guess but i'm assuming he also probably like wanted like i'm assuming he also like liked the fact that like my mom also never did it mm. i mean because this is like it's a special for both of them then yeah the first boyfriend or girlfriend and then like my cousin like i'm not gonna name which one but like very similar like values and stuff like saving firsts and all this you know and um yeah like maybe it just runs in my family i don't know <laughs> it's like it's, i mean it could it's be kind of cringe. yeah maybe but i think I mean, you you realize it's there. It's not something that's like subconscious. Like you're very open and explicit about it. And I think you're no. getting feedback from people about like what you should actually be expecting. And I don't think it's like you should let go of that per se, but you shouldn't hold on so tightly either. 
I think it's like, like I'm in I'm in fairy tale land. <laughs> I think. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, and I think like once you get into a relationship, um, like and that person maybe that person has dated before, like you just need to let go of maybe potential insecurities that can come from that kind of mindset because like oh, for yeah. you it could be super exciting. Like it will be exciting. It'll be really special and like. Maybe an insecurity could seep in, like, oh, this is not my girlfriend's first time, so maybe it's not as like important or valued for her. But you just need to let that go and just like trust her that she likes you, and that's why she's in the relationship, you know? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's like I think also it's very convenient for me to have these omega high, giga high, turbo high standards. Um, because, like, I'm also, I think, deep down a little bit afraid of committing myself to a relationship because I think it's a lot of work. And, like, there's a lot of potential for pain. Like, a lot yeah. of potential for pain. And, like, that scares me a lot. So I think that's also maybe not the biggest part of it, but definitely, like, a part of it as well. I think that's really... Yeah, I mean, I think that makes sense. There's no lie there. Because there's no pain like it in the world. I'll be honest. Mm. Like, there's physical pain, right? Like, you break an arm, break a leg. But, like, in terms of mental pain, like, relationship stress and, like, relationship-related stuff, that is the stuff that cuts the deepest and will literally make you, like, sad for days on end. Um, yeah. And, like, to willingly put yourself into a situation like that it's just so scary it is it's not yeah i mean i think it's takes a lot of courage and strength to step into that and like open yourself up in that way and but then like I think you can look back in your own life and your own history and reflect like what are the times where I've grown the most like what areas of life can I reflect on the most and has like God like showed so much faithfulness to me and it's like it's, it's the times where you probably experienced a lot of pain and a lot of suffering you know it's yeah, worth true. it yeah true yeah and it's, it's kind of ironic like we pray God please like don't help me not to like deal with so much suffering, like take this pain away from me. And like the Lord hears us, he walks with us. And at the same time, yeah, it's kind of ironic that those moments are what really like sanctify us and like shape us and draw us closer to him. Mm. But also like- Yeah, you really hit like, me with that wild card there, <laughs> that trip card. <laughs> yeah. No, I, but I'm not trying to discount it. Like it's, it's true. And I think that, I think that like, it's going to take some, just taking a step back and like being in the present and like not setting yourself up for failure. Like if you're stepping into the relationship already fearing the potential pain, like that's not going to help anybody. I think yeah. it's going to really detract away from like how the relationship can grow and like what you guys can like share with each other and um, experience mm. together. But when you're so caught up in your thoughts, like even in the relationship, like, oh my gosh, like this could potentially lead to so much pain. Um, 
I think that's like a big block and an obstacle that you personally would have to kind of wrestle with. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But oh man, has this conversation helped at all with um, promoting your no sim September? <laughs> I think, honestly, I still think what I said about no sim September is good. Um, I think the sentiment behind it is overall good. I think the the fact, like you said, these are your words, empowering us to be independent. You know. I think is good. Um, yeah, but there's a lot of like deep rooted, I guess, maybe insecurity and fear that like underlies all of it. Yeah. Um, is what I've sort of gotten from this, hmm. which is not bad. It's not bad to like be more aware of that. Um, Yeah. I'm not saying you can't be independent while you're in a relationship, but you know what I mean. The yeah, gist I know exactly. of what I was trying to say. Yes, I know exactly what you're saying. Okay, so like these concerns that like I might have like with, in regards like relationship and stuff, is this like, is this something that all went through your head during your first relationship, or was it just kind of like, you just kind of like yeah sent it or. I feel like you're more self-aware than I was because I feel like when the like similar sentiments that you've shared with me right now, like the potential things that could come, et cetera, um, like they weren't even on my radar. Like I didn't know my brain was capable of um, like conjuring these kinds of thoughts and insecurities and whatnot until mm -hmm. like it came in the actual relationship. and. Yeah, it was super um, humbling, to say the least. And mm. I was able to learn a lot and able to process a lot. And I would, yeah, I think you're more self-aware than I was even, like, when I was a single person, if that makes sense, like, prior to my first relationship. I think I'm just, I've thought about it so much because, like, I can't tell you, like, how badly... Like, how incredibly badly I really want my first relationship to work out. Like, I don't want it to fail. Like, I really don't. Like, I, I know a lot of people will just say that. But, like, for me, it's, like, it would be, like, total. This is really toxic. But, like, in my mind, it would be total and utter failure if I, I dated someone and it, like, didn't work out. Because it means that I picked wrong the first in the first no. place. And also, like, I didn't have the mental willpower to, like, make it work. Jared, and that's a huge to burden to bear. Not, like, for you and also for your potential girlfriend or, like, your future girlfriend, I know, you know? I know that's so unfair to ask of someone else's, but that's, like, that's also why like, I wouldn't want to put that on someone else either. But it's, like, I just really want it to work out. Like, I don't want it. I don't want to like, oh, I don't want to have but, to like, uh -huh. deal with like the pain thing. You know what I said? Like, yeah, I don't want to deal with that. Like, that I makes really sense. Don't, I'm so afraid of that pain. Like, and the thing mm. is, like, my, my 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 personality type in general is like very pain and fear, like averse, avoidant. Mm -hmm. It means the same thing, right? 
Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh-huh. I, I think so. But I, whatever. I mean, you get the point. Yeah. For example, like, you know, I hate roller coasters. Because, like, that feeling of fear, like, when you're about to drop, I yeah. hate it. I can't handle it. I also can't watch, like, scary movies because, like, once again, that feeling of fear and danger and pain, like, I just can't, like, it's, like, almost unbearable for me. And so I think in a, in, in a, in a way, perhaps, like, this fear of, like, the pain that comes with, like, breaking something off haunts me, kind of. Or, like, it doesn't haunt me, but it, like, it scares me. Like, a lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there, I don't really think there's much for me to say. I think that's, like, understandable. And I'm sure you've had experiences where you did experience, like, such deep pain. So you're not, like, pulling this out of your butt, you know? Sure. Yeah. So I think, I think it's understandable. But I also think that not even for your girlfriend, but even for yourself, what if like that kind of um, yeah, like that desire to try to work it out so badly, if it doesn't work out as you like hope for, I think it, it could be a huge burden like for you and like it could really um, affect your like well-being you know yeah because certain things that you have to let go you just have to let go but yeah. i mean like you know like don't don't count your chickens before they hatch like who knows how it's gonna turn out yeah, yeah. like don't yeah don't you don't need to jump the gun about that but I, I think those are all really valid and um raw sentiments that you're sharing mm. like when i hear it i don't think that you're just like you're being unreasonable or a psycho necessarily it's just like oh yeah i think it's it's very human it's very like innocent though right and kind of like or not innocent but like it's very like you can tell like i just haven't really seen enough of like that part of the that part or i haven't been through that part of life yet i think it's very like naive i, I think not innocent naive i think mm. You know, I'm not like in your brain, I'm not in your head. So when you like say, or you really emphasize, like, I really, really, really like want it. Like I, I like hear it, but I don't really know the full magnitude and the weight of that on you. Yeah. So like, I could, like what I can say is like, I've definitely heard people, it's not just like first time, like people who date for the first time, they just really, really hope the second time works out also you know so i don't i don't think like that desire to hope for those things to to work out is naive or it comes from like quote unquote lack of experience but Mm. um yeah i don't know if maybe 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 the difference is like i don't know how to what extent that really like weighs on you like how really that's important to you maybe that's the difference whereas i think some other people might just be a little more you know, like go with the flow and like fluid about it and just see yeah. where it takes them. Mm-hmm. And I think it helps to be flexible. So, hmm. Hmm. yeah, it's, I guess it's hard for me to even say like past what I've already said, like how strongly I feel about it. But, uh, um, yeah, I guess we'll just leave it at that. I mean, there's not much else to say. 
Uh, I think I've literally said everything. This is the most I've ever shared about, like, I guess, being a simp on my podcast. Um, I think it's good. I think a lot of people, like you said, will relate to it. Because you've made me feel like I'm not so alone in these thoughts and these feelings. Yeah. I mean, I, I would even... I, I don't know. I don't think even what you said right now is, like, this is what... Like, the things that you shared show how much of a simp you are. I, I don't know if that's, like, what encapsulates a simp, you know? I just feel like you're expressing the thoughts that are going through your head and mm. the different thoughts that you've had in regards to relationship. And I don't know if that's what makes someone a simp, per se. Yeah. yeah. But for the sake of huh. this podcast title, No Simp September, I guess it's aligned with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Woo! Woo! <laughs> oh my gosh i don't even like remember where we started i don't even remember we just kind of dang i i swear i had like another question another topic but it's just i can't i can't think of it now i don't know i remember you wanted to mention some like spice but did we already cover that actually um i don't think there's any spice going on okay, okay i mean if you want to know something kind of tmi about my personal life like i ate chipotle like last week on friday and for a solid like four to five days after that i was extremely gassy like felt nauseous like all the was time. it spicy no it was the carnitas and i just this is a disclaimer to all my listeners guys chipotle like carnitas i have not had good experience with that it is so bad it almost always gives me some form of food poisoning. I'm telling you. Oh right gosh. Now. Yeah. And so I'm pretty sure I got food poisoning and like things like I couldn't stop burping. It was like uncontrollable burping like all the time. I, I thought I had a tapeworm or something inside of me too because like I was eating and like I wasn't pooping. Um Yeah, it was like really scary and I think today was like the first day that like I finally sort of feel somewhat recovered, but like it's still kind of like affecting me a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. But it's like total like stomach problems. Like I was getting nervous because I thought maybe oh, do I have COVID or something? I got tested and, I, and no, it wasn't. But like, oh shoot. Um, like, no, it's just purely food poisoning. Um, what did you do to cope with that? Like, you just chilled. Well, in your I bed? mean, like, I was very unmotivated for a, a few days. I think it made me very emotional. Like when I was going through all this sim stuff, like it's sim September, all this stuff. Like all, when you just feel bad, like you're just oh. going to send it more on like these kind of things. But like I'm way more stable now. I'm feeling really good. I'm like the type of person where like I'm very affected by how I feel physically. So like physically, if I'm like, you know, yeah, like stressed out, dehydrated, or maybe like in pain or or something like i'm just very vocal about it and that will just manifest itself in like different ways kind yeah. of like a child <laughs> about it. but I, i'm like self-aware of it so like i do what i can to like just dilute and just like i'm so happy that you are in better condition to have me on your podcast today mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah that's we have this discussion yeah i'm happy too that, okay, that wasn't spicy so... though like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to talk about, like, it being spicy and then you had, like, some indigestion. But thanks for no. sharing about no. your current state. Yeah. Yeah, give some context from where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. And the story that you posted. 
Yes. 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 Wait, so it all wraps around full circle. Yes. It ahead. does. Do you? So I mean, Jaya, what stumbles you usually? <laughs> okay. Because we talked a lot about me. Okay. Hey, what stumbles me? Huh. What stumbles me? I think people who just um, have a lot of like self-responsibility. Okay. I know that's very broad, but sure. um, like for example, just I'm sure with all the social media and we all know that there's various like social justice movements going on. There's different issues that people want to tackle and like those things, they can be very overwhelming. Like one individual action doesn't seem like it can do anything, et cetera. But I think just like, regardless of all of the discouragement that you can feel, just taking ownership of your own actions and trying to do the best that you can in regards to those things. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's like admirable. And that's something that I hope to also improve on just hoping that like, my one individual choice, like, I just, I just need to be responsible for like my one individual choice, you know, like, that's what I have kind of like control over, if that makes sense. And so, like making that conscious effort to do so, even though in the grand scheme of things, it, it can seem like it's not making a difference. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's like admirable. I don't know. Stumbling is a little bit of like a. You don't really get stumbled in. Well, I mean, I'm I'm human. I think that I can get like shim kung and stuff, which I associate with stumbling. But yeah. I think like in line with that is like what I would admire about someone. I think that's like an attribute. My good guy Macho always says, "I stumble, but I never fall." So I feel like that's what you're <laughs> that's what you're kind of getting at here. I stumble, but I never fall. That's so funny. Yeah, that's what he says. Stumble, but I never fall. But I mean, like, if I do fall, who cares? Okay, no, that's when. That's when I. That's when we start talking about no simp September. That's when we start talking about that. Because listen, we don't no! fall. No, why? We it's not fall. bad. It's not bad to have feelings. It is bad because it's a distraction. Oh my, you know, Jared, something I, that came to mind earlier, it was just like, if you want to have a realistic um, idea of where you're at with this other person, it's just like, why not be straightforward and like, let that person know. If you're you want to know something funny? You want to know something real funny? I told <laughs> my housemate, I was like, guys, what if I just like came out of the blue and like dropped this bomb on this person <laughs> it's not even a bomb it's like literally like just oh like I, by the way like straight straight up i have like interest and they were like well you have to consider how she would feel how she would can like like see it and like yes it might help you to get over it if she like outright rejects you or whatever or like you're able to work it out but you have to consider like how she'll receive it that's what they kept saying to me and i'm like okay but here's the thing i think everyone plays it too safe i don't think there's like any problem at all with just like sending it and then matt was like oh like if you really care about this like pray about it i was like okay sure so i've, I've been praying well, about it but yeah. i do think like god is telling me right now like not okay 
I mean, but, that's yeah. between you and God, so I can't really speak into that. And like, I see where they're coming from, but if it's like a situation that wouldn't, that wouldn't place you to in, in like, what, what's the, what's the well, biggest let's just loss say, here? I mean, let's just say like. Chan, like, I can't you... answer that question because it okay, is okay, okay. way too much. <laughs> okay, okay, let, okay. Let's okay, just okay. say, like, you know. Do you think it's okay? Do you think it's possible to start liking someone like after seeing them virtually? Not really, right? That must be fake. You can't like someone after like interacting with them like virtually. Are you asking for a friend? Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't happen, right? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Or like if you see this, why person, not? Like, you can literally. Sense. That's called that's called what par parasocial relationship. What? Let me let me look it up. Parasocial relationship. Jared, let me just guide Parasocial you interaction to... refers to a kind of psychological relationship experienced by an audience in mediated encounters with performers in the mass media, particularly on television. Viewers or listeners come to consider media personalities as friends, despite having limited interactions with them. This is what I'm touching on. It's like, I don't really... Okay, but you're not a celebrity and they're not some viewer no, making comments. No, it would you're be like having... them being the celebrity and me being the viewer. Oh, that's a twist. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, I don't think that highly of myself. Heck no, I'm not like a celebrity. <laughs> but it would be like me kind of like liking them from what I see over Zoom. But it's like very not like... That doesn't make sense, right? It just doesn't make sense. It can't be real. Okay, but I think the difference is if she's just talking to a screen and you're just observing versus, like, you actually have conversation with her. Because then that's not the same thing. You're not some audience. You're actually engaging and having dialogue. You know that there's, like, so many people who meet online, you know? And, like, there's so many people right now who are virtually dating and all they can do is Zoom meetings, right? And they still like each other. Um, I d let me just say this one. I don't really talk to this person that much, like over Zoom. Even if I see them, like I'm not really talking to them that much. So, um, right. Okay, this person might be listening right now, and I'm scared that this person's <laughs> going to know. So, if you think it's you, it's not you. Chill, okay. I want to still be friends with all of my friends who are currently friends with me. Yeah, I don't want to make anything it's awkward. It's not you. Chill, chill. Yeah. Yeah. The world's not about you. Jared's not talking about you. Yes, it's not you. So okay. Woo! But if you are listening, Jared's a great guy. He's solid. Whoa. He was a pleasure to have as a teammate. He really encouraged our team. He's really pure. He's really honest. No, 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 He's no. able to really empathize with people. He really draws from his past experiences. Just saying, if you are listening, but if you are, it's not you. Anyways, parasocial <laughs> relationships. Yeah, it, it kind of feels like that. Do, so you you do think it is possible to just like like someone over Zoom? You think this is this? You think this is reasonable? You know, there's nothing new under the sun. There's just nothing new. We are humans. There's seven something something billion of us like i would not be surprised to hear if that is what can happen in our current day and age okay
sorry. I'm just checking to see if the screen, the stream is still going. It still is. Man, look at me. You're making me emotional now. Jared, I'm why? No, Are you sweating? No, I just yawned. So like, I turned <laughs> up a little bit. But that's a joke. <laughs> Jokes. Okay. Dang. Well, I think that was the last thing I wanted to ask. Is like, yeah. Do you think it's possible for like something to develop over Zoom? Um. It's so funny that you're yeah. asking because it's like a real life scenario unfolding before your eyes. No, no. This is not actually what's happening. This is all <laughs> okay. ideal. This would all. This is all. These are all ideal <laughs> questions. It's not actually happening. I don't know what you're trying to imply here. All theoretical this here. This is all theoretical. Okay, We're talking I got purely you. theoretical. I catch your drift. Okay. That's so funny. No, it's the truth is what it is. Yes. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Jaya, how's... I guess we'll just wrap it up with this question. I mean, like, how's your love life? How's my love life? I'm chilling. I'm just doing my thing. And I am loving the single life. You love it. I think being single is great. And it's always something that I very much enjoyed. I like being in that state of being. I don't think it's better or worse than being in a relationship. It just is. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to hear that. But no one's catching your eye right now. No one's... Uh... I mean, I've, it's kind of hard to really it's, i mean i'm sure you know with COVID and everything like how can you see anyone new but it's not that's not something i'm really looking for right now anyway definitely not I mean, so. you're going to work you know and you're you know maybe you oh my gosh maybe all my co-workers are like old women oh <laughs> okay well yeah but i'm definitely not interested in going down that route anyway so yeah where are you like at like right now in regards to like the big picture like would you do you still eventually want to get like married do you have like a target age for that or you're just kind of chilling playing it by ear i'm really chilling i don't think i've ever had an ideal well to be fair when i was younger because my mom got married when she was 26 when people would ask me that question i would automatically respond like oh i guess 26 sounds like a good age you know because oh. like my mom's lived that life but that was maybe in high school and after i kind of let go of that idea that that even has to be in the picture um yeah i never really was one to consider where like marriage would lie mm. in future plans and you know you can only you can only plan so much and idealize so much but like god he has he has plans for you in his own way so mm. he's got to do your best in the present at what you're given and be grateful for the current situation mm. yeah wait how old are you now by the way i'm 24 Okay, so you got two years to make it happen. Oh, yeah, but I'm not in a rush at all. Okay. <laughs> I'm in no rush at all. Yes. Uh huh. Huh. Well, interesting. I'm, I'm happy to hear you're just chilling, though. Um, I'd like you to tell me if there's anything exciting going on, but like. 
course. Yeah. yeah but okay. there's nothing. I mean, but the thing is, like, I feel like life is still exciting now. Like, What, I'm excited what's to exciting? play Among Us with you guys. Oh, Like, yeah. you know? So it's not like if I were to potentially be in some kind of, like, relationship, like, that's not the only exciting thing to come. There's many things to be excited about. Agreed. For you too, Jared. Yeah, yeah. The world is at your fingertips. Yes, thank you for that. I love hearing that. Okay, well, that's going to wrap it up for us, I guess. Um, we've been talking for about an hour and ten minutes, so this will be on the longer side of one of my episodes. Um, of my episodes. Um, Dude, if they listened all the way to this point, they're a true homie. Yeah, yeah, we'll see who listens. Should we do like a little prize, I guess, if someone's made it this far? I Oh don't my know. gosh. Yeah, I'm kind of down. Okay, if you've made it this far, I want you to message me frog. And if you message me frog, I will... Um, We'll each give you a cent. I'll, I'll give you a cent on Venmo. And also, it will I, mean and a lot to me. I will Venmo Jared a cent, and he will Venmo you two cents. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay, we'll do that. And also, you will forever be, like, just important to me if you <laughs> listen to the car. So, yeah, we will. We'll see. Okay, Gino, you can't just type frog in the chat. It's not how it works. It has to be on Spotify. Okay. Um, yeah, well, uh, Jaya, is there anything you'd like to say to the camera before we u